It's not why I come to Hollywood and Highland to fix the car. I come to Hollywood and Highland to enjoy myself. I'm not here to fix the car. Today I've come to Hollywood and Highland to be a tourist and to go see some feet, some hands, some signatures, some stars. I'm not here to fix the car. You, you, you got to understand, you can't mess this up because then Eagle Eye's going to come out here and... Uh, uh, how have you been? It's Dan Class. I'm in my garage. Here under uh, the flight path, you know, at Los Angeles International Airport, still somewhat a stay-at-home dad, still a failure. Um, You know, pretty much in everything I've ever done. But I'm very successful at this, my friend. Consistency. Right? I mean, seriously, if nothing else, I'm consistent. Now you're saying, but Dan, not, not really. Like, for instance, with these recordings, you know, they're supposed to come out uh, theoretically once a week. And yet, uh, where were you last week? Yes, I'm consistent in my unreliability to do it every week. That's the consistency. So you're looking in the wrong spot, right, for the consistency. The consistency is how inconsistent that is. That's that's the, right? The constant is that I'm not uh, 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 reliable. That's the consistency, my friend. Consistency? Is that the word we're looking for? I've said it so many times. You ever do that? Say a word so many times that it suddenly becomes just a, a series of sounds and loses all meaning? Consistency? Is That's not even the word I was saying before, right? Consistency? I don't have love. Who cares? I don't li- listen. I'm not listening. You know that. You should know that by now that I don't listen. I only talk. Now, my niece was back in town. You know my niece... Uh, my niece, who goes to college in uh, Middle California. If you say Middle California, it sounds like Middle Earth or something. And maybe that is what, because it's sort of like there's, you know, there's San Diego, Los Angeles, and then there's a bunch of other stuff. And then there's, uh, 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 you know, I guess San Jose. And she goes to school somewhere in that middle area, <clears throat> that, that no man's land. I don't know if hobbits live there. I don't know what's going on. Well, she came down for Memorial Day uh, weekend, which was lovely. It's always lovely to see her. And so, you know, we, you know, we're one of those families where if someone comes into town, we tend to stop everything and it's time to entertain. It's time to like, let's go places and do things and take the guest everywhere and and wear ourselves out and go crazy and, you know. Well, my daughter, uh, Toulouse, you know, she's been studying Lucille Ball now for what feels like a year. Literally, it's gotten so bad. We are we, we have memorized the entire fifth season of I Love Lucy. Because I bought it for tea on uh, for Christmas. Christmas or her birthday? It was her birthday. All I know is we've got the entire fifth season memorized. Every word of dialogue, every pratfall, every ugh, everything, Lucy. Babalu. So... Uh, the other day, out of sheer self-defense, I bought, uh, it was, I think it was season one. It's season one, absolutely. But in one of those seasons, and I don't think it's even one that we have on DVD, because we've also got the TiVo full of Lucy, too. Um, Lucy and Ethel, well, they all go to Cal. You know how they go to California. There was some season in there where they all went to California. And I think it's so they could really ramp up the guest stars. Got a stunt cast. So let's have a move to L.A. so we can have, you know... Cary Grant on the show or Rock Hudson or whoever. 
Well, there's a couple episodes that involve uh, man's Chinese theater. Or Grauman's Chinese theater. Is it man's now and it used to be Grauman's or it's back to being Grauman's now? I don't know. The Chinese theater on Hollywood Boulevard. And there's a, you know, there's an episode where Lucy and uh, Ethel, I think they steal John Wayne's footprints and then the, they're gonna, they get caught or they're not. And then they got to get a replacement thing of cement with John Wayne's footprints and the whole thing. So uh, my daughter gets it in her head that she really wants to go to man's Chinese theater or Grauman's Chinese, whatever it's called. Grauman's. We're going to call it Grauman's for the perpetuity of this uh, recording. Okay, Grauman's Chinese Theater. She wants to go see, you know, where the footprints are and all that. Maybe we'll see John Wayne's feet, whatever. And then we tell her, well, you know, and there's also the Hollywood Walk of Fame, baby, where the, the you know, there are stars on the sidewalk. Embedded in the sidewalk, there's stars. And I bet Lucy has a star. And we can find Lucy's star. And wouldn't that be cool to see Lucy's star? Absolutely. Because we're so thrilled that she wants to watch I Love Lucy instead of, you know, Hannah Montana, that basically we will go to Hollywood and, and battle the, you know, the tourists to encourage this whole I Love Lucy thing. Okay, so we grab our niece and we all pile in the car and we're going to go, how does it work? I think we went and ate first. We had a lovely lunch. And then we're going to go into Hollywood and we're going to go see Lucy Starr and we're going to go to the Chinese theater and we're going to do something else. Maybe go to a wax museum. Won't that be fun? Okay, so the plan is then we're going to go up, we're going to find Lucy Starr. I look up on my phone where it is. Okay, it's at the corner uh, of Gower and Hollywood. And then we're going to go over and we're going to park at Hollywood and Highland because that's right next to the Chinese theater. Now, you'll never guess where Hollywood and Highland is. Yes, okay, it's true. It's at the corner of Hollywood and Highland. And I don't know if you remember, but about a year ago, maybe it was a little more, I had to go there for this uh, business thing. And Tim Coyne and I, you know Tim Coyne from the Hollywood Pocket, he and I drove up there to Hollywood and Highland. That's how I remembered it was connected to the Chinese Theater. Because we went up there on a day. Remember, it was when my car was overheating and... We, we made the mistake of opening the coolant in the parking lot of the service station. We almost got scolded by Old Faithful screaming, hot, boiling lava death shooting out of the front of the car. And then it's overheating in the garage. And then the, the cap, the cap to the coolant literally was so hot in the car on the inside in the engine. It popped the cap off the coolant thingy inside the engine and a bang inside the, like to the, you know, the inside of the hood. And then we had to get coolant. And I was so mad at that car. And I should have just set it on fire. But we eventually got home. So that's how I knew, you know, like Hollywood and Highland. So we're going to go up there. And we're going to park in the garage because I know the garage now. Trust me, it's forever burned in my memory, that garage. If you just pull in here and you go down there and you go around and try, okay. So my wife and I, now see, we used to live on the other side of town, on the other side of Hollywood, in Los Files, which is Spanish for those Files. <clears throat> so we used to live in Los Files, so we would drive near, uh, you know, Hollywood Boulevard all the time and Gower up and down Gower. Gower is pretty handy if we're going north and south or whatever. Well, I can't remember where Gower is. I can't remember how far east it is, and we're kind of driving, driving, looking, looking for Gower, because we're going to come up kind of from the bottom, from south, and head up Gower and then go that way on Hollywood 
And when we finally find it, we're like, oh, yeah, Gower's where the Pep Boys is. Because, see, when I lived in Hollywood uh, on Gramercy, I had this old Volkswagen, a really old Beetle bug, you know, convertible, 1970 convertible bug. And the engine would always die or die or wouldn't start it would die or whatever. It needed something. And so I would always go to this Pep Boys. You know what Pep Boys is? It's like a place where you go and uh, buy whatever you need because you're going to fix up your own car. You know what I mean? They've got coolant in there and oil and tires and batteries and, uh, you know, air fresheners. That carpeting you put on your dashboard. The Yosemite Sam mud flaps. The shiny metal uh, hot chick silhouette mud flaps, the whole thing. They've got it all there. Liquid air freshener for cab drivers, windshield wipers, work stools. So I'm like, oh, yeah, okay, sure. Yeah, that's Gower. Of course, that's where Pep Boys is. Pep Boys. So we'll park outside. So we park outside Pep Boys at a meter because we know around there somewhere is Lucy's star. And we find Lucy Star, and it's as we find Lucy Star that my wife and I are kind of looking around like, wait a minute. Gower is, what, five blocks from Hollywood and Highland? This is the absolute end of the Walk of Fame. The Walk of Fame at its furthest point east is Gower. What in Sam Hill is Lucille Ball? Doing at the corner of Hollywood and Gower. Lucille Ball, the undisputed queen of television. Potentially the inventor or one of the inventors of the modern American sitcom, a form that hasn't actually really changed much since I Love Lucy was airing in the early 1950s. And Lucille Ball is outside, well, it's across the street from Pep Boys and Gower. You can walk up and down Hollywood Boulevard for miles from Gower to, what is it, Highland? What percentage of those people do you recognize? What, maybe 50, 40, 32? Lucille Ball is at Gower? Are you kidding? Shouldn't Lucille Ball be like, I don't know, right outside Grauman's Chinese? But she's at Gower. Well, we take a couple photos of my daughter, you know, next to the Lucy star. And then we go back across the street because we're pointing in the perfect direction. We're just going to go straight through town. And we're going to go to Hollywood Highland. We're going to park in there. There you have it. I'm sorry. The, the Walk of Fame goes to uh, not Highland. What must that be? I guess La Brea? Because Highland's there. Whatever. Listen, I'm not a tour guide. You realize that, right? I'm not selling star maps. I'm not one of the Thomas Brothers, folks. I, I'm just trying to help you out. It doesn't go to Highland. It goes much further west. I think it's La Brea. Don't quote me on any of this. Okay. Well, as you can imagine, Memorial Day weekend, and I, I forget if this was Saturday or Sunday, because we were just packing it in on those days. Packing it all in. I think it was Saturday. Well, it's Memorial Day weekend, and I got to tell you, folks, there was a little bit of traffic because the tourists like to rent cars and drive down Hollywood Boulevard. And the locals, you know, like to drive down. Everyone likes to drive down Hollywood Boulevard. 
so we're, we're driving on Hollywood Boulevard and it's going very slowly. And we're all getting a little bored, but I'm actually getting kind of nostalgic for crappy Hollywood. And then there's now there's nice Hollywood. And then there's sort of kind of like refurbished Hollywood where they've kind of rebuilt the, the old Egyptian theater. Pantages is looking good or not, you know, the Cal Capitan, all this stuff. But it is getting warm. It's getting warm in the car and you can just feel the heat coming off the other vehicles. Now we have a couple windows down because my daughter gets car sick. Okay, so we're approaching, but we're nowhere near Hollywood and Highland. We're several blocks away and traffic is really crawling. And the light comes on in the car that says stop 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 right now you need to how can we put this stop add coolant add oil add stop and potential engine damage is happening right now if you don't stop right now Stop. Please stop right now. The heat you feel coming off the other vehicles is coming off of this vehicle. Stop. Dear owner, do you remember when the check engine light came on three weeks ago? Yeah, we were talking to you, jackass. Stop right now. Well, you can't really stop on Hollywood Boulevard. There's nowhere to pull over to. Nor is there really anywhere to pull over to on any of the side streets because it's pretty, you know, congested. So I get the bright idea of trying to cut through the neighborhood to get to Hollywood Highland. That doesn't work. We end up having to drive around the block uh, unnecessarily. But basically my big idea, the only thing I can think of is to limp a year later, back into the parking structure of Hollywood and Highland with a car that's about to pop the coolant lid, stop engine, severe tire, uh, engine damage, death, shooting geyser, geyser, geyser. So... The first thing I do, of course, is swear on a stack of Bibles. Well, actually, it's Hollywood. You know, in that, it's actually in, in that neighborhood. It's a stack of Dianetics. I swear on a stack of Dianetics. Dianetics, L. Ron Hubbard books, science fiction that we will claim is a biblical fact, that I will never drive that car to Hollywood and Highland ever again. Dear Lord. Dear Lord, Buddha, Darwin, L. Ron Hubbard, Stephen Hawking, whoever I need to discuss this with, dear whomever, to whom it may concern, please just let me get this car home with these people at the end of our little sojourn here. Please, oh please, and I promise I will never bring it back. I don't know what it is. With this car and Hollywood, I, I don't know. I don't need to know. It's okay. if it's, It could be a private situation just between, you know, the cosmos and the car. I don't care. But please, please, can we just not go through this again? 
Can I please, please just have an enjoyable afternoon with my family? I want to see some feet prints, some stars, maybe a wax figure or two, and then just go home. Seriously, I don't mean any trouble. So, you the family's a little curious about what our plans are since we have a dead car, because I keep saying the car is dead. The car is now worth zero. Because, see, this is a car that we're planning on getting rid of. We're planning on selling it. We need a new car. We uh, have been shopping for cars. We're looking at the, you know, the little this or little that, maybe a CRV from Honda, maybe a Jetta wagon from Volkswagen. I got to tell you about those Jetta wagons. They've got these panoramic sunroofs. My God, they sell the car. That's a tangent for another time. So I start adding up. Listen, I've got the oxidized hood, right, from the bad paint job from when my wife got in the tiniest little hood bender. So I've got the oxidized hood. Now that's $600. I've got two pieces that have fallen off the front. Right? God only knows what that's going to cost me. Those have to be painted too because they don't come painted. You got to paint those. Okay, so that's probably what? A grand there for parts and labor? Plus, the car is now making a grinding sound sometimes when I turn and sometimes even not when I'm turning. Now, I've already replaced the axle boots on this thing. I'm not even clear, honestly, what axle boots are. All I know is that I have new ones. I have relatively new axle boots on that car because apparently you're not allowed to make a sharp turn in that particular model of car. So I don't make sharp turns anymore. I haven't made sharp turns in that car for four years, two years. Yeah. And now it's making just sounds at random whenever I'm slightly turning. So now I can't turn sharply and can't slightly turn. I can only go straight. And now it's back to what, uh, what leaking coolant, burning oil. I have no idea what's going on. All I know is I'm not going to think about it right now because I'm not here to fix the car. It's not why I come to Hollywood and Highland to fix the car. I come to Hollywood and Highland to enjoy myself. Today I've come to Hollywood and Highland to be a tourist and to go see some feet and some hands, some signatures, some stars, some crazy ass people dressed up like superheroes and comic book characters standing outside the Chinese theater. And I don't care if it's man's or grommets. I just want to have a good time. So the family says, well, what are we going to do? I said, we know what we're going to do. We're going to let the car cool down, family, because I'm calm. Listen, so we have nothing. So this car is worth negative $200. The point is, we're here to have fun. So let's go up to the, right, the Chinese theater. And we're going to enjoy ourselves. And then later on, I'll come and I'll check on the car and we'll see what we see. And, and listen, if I have to do what I did the, that night with Tim and go get some coolant from the gas station and some oil or whatever happens to be going on, so be it. We'll handle it. Not a problem. Not a problem because I'm not going to worry now about something that I just don't need to worry about now. Now is now and then is then. And, and then I will worry about it, but not now because there's nothing I need to do about it now. There's nothing I can't do about it now, even though that car is worth negative $300. So we go, uh, you know, we make our way through Hollywood and Highland. We go to the Chinese theater. Now, you know what the Chinese theater is, right? It used to be Back in the old days of Hollywood, back in the, you know, the Cary Grant, 
Sinatra, you know, like old school 40s, 30s, 40s. I don't even know how far back the Chinese. The- I mean, it was, you know, you see those like if you see a super old, quote unquote, old picture of Hollywood, that was Hollywood, right? I think maybe even the Oscars were at the Chinese theater. I have no idea. All I know is it's old school, baby. And the place is teeming with tourists. And, and it is outside the Chinese theater. Just one of the weird things about the Chinese theater. It is a gathering place for people that, that okay. It, it's, a, it's a kind of panhandler, uh, really unique to Los Angeles, to, to Hollywood Boulevard. They come dressed as superheroes <laughs> because nothing says Hollywood glamour quite like a portly Batman. They come as superheroes and then and the idea is that tourists will give them tips so they can have their picture taken with them. So, so there's like like there's skinny Batman and there's Darth Vader that's you know built like uh, you know I don't even know who Chris Farley, I have no idea. You know, it's it's really weird. And it some kind of sexy, like a sexy supergirl. And a couple of sexy African-American cat women. But they're kind of sexy in that kind of like scary way. Like, oh God. They're all scary. All scary. Prince, there's Prince and Michael Jackson. What kind of freak-ass life do you have if you're a Michael Jackson impersonator that just kind of skulks around outside the Chinese theater? It was bizarre. But, you know, you could have, I guess you could have your picture taken, lightsaber dueling with fat Darth Vader. You know? Or like, you know, 25 cent Shrek. Really bad Shrek. You know, it just, it's creepy and creepy and you got to keep your kids away because you don't know what, you know. So if you can ignore the fact that the place is absolutely teeming with outpatients and uh, tourists... And kind of just kind of, you know, erase that from your brain, kind of step back. It is really gorgeous. Now, it was a perfect day. The sky was artificially blue. I mean, it was really just perfect. And the theater looks like it's in fairly great shape. And back in the day, up till now, man, everybody has their hands and feet. At the Chinese theater, and I don't know, they must take old ones out and replace them with new ones because there's, you know, there's Abbott and Costello and the Marx Brothers. We find big John Wayne. You know, John Wayne. We had to see John Wayne because of the Lucy episode, because all that stuff about them, you know, and John Wayne's, John Wayne's feet were tiny. I don't know if he didn't really, if those weren't uh, other, someone else's shoes. He looked like he was a size six. And he had a fist print in there. Now, I'm a little guy. He had a tiny little fist. I don't I don't know if they got a midget to stand in for John Wayne, if that was some kind of practical joke. Someone thought they were being funny in the 50s. Because the Duke, I, I always thought the Duke was huge. I don't know what's going on. Tiny little feet. Meanwhile, you see, you know, there's like Matt Damon's feet. It looks like he's a size 11. I don't know. First of all, Matt, listen, when you're having your thing done in Hollywood Boulevard, what, what are you wearing, Timberlands? What kind of gigantic work boots are you on, brother? Come on. The cast of Harry Potter with the official, you know, logo, the movie logo stamped into the cement. Ah, the 21st century, isn't it, Grant? 
But there is some, you know, something kind of like, I don't know if you're into that kind of thing, kind of cool about seeing the old signatures and the old, you know, to Sid Gromond, you're the best, Groucho, you know, that kind of stuff. Well, we had sort of semi-promised the kids that we'd go to a wax museum. Because when you're, whenever you're driving around Hollywood, you know, you see the, like, Guinness World Record uh, building thing. And you see the, there's a sign for the Hollywood Wax Museum. And I had gone to a wax museum in England when I was a kid, Madame Tussauds. And I guess at the time I thought it was pretty cool. And, you know, Hudson's about the same age I must have been. So, you know, okay, yeah, we'll go to a wax museum. It might be kind of weird. I don't know. You know, wax museum. And we had driven by one a couple months ago, and it just looked a little freaky. You know what I'm saying? Just a little freaky. And a little like, who's that supposed to be? You know what I mean? And I don't like to, I don't want to go into some freaky, cramped wax museum and just stand around going, who is that? You know, right? You don't want to do that. You, you really don't. Especially with your kids, because you don't know how many of the people the kids are even going to recognize anyway, because they're only kids. And like, well, who's that supposed to be, Daddy? I have no idea. Um, uh, I have no idea. Kobe Bryant, Snoop Dogg, Magic. I have not. I got nothing. I don't know who that's supposed to be. The mayor. Um, no. Luke Costello. I have no idea. We're gonna have to ask. You know that kind of thing. You don't right? Well, we're at the theater, and I guess right next to the theater is a Madame Tussauds. So like, okay, well, we, you know, we got to do something. Okay, well, we're going to go to the wax museum. Okay, okay, let's go. Okay. So we go, we go over to Madame Tussauds. Now, again, we had driven by the Hollywood Wax Museum. So I was feeling a little like, oh boy, I hope this doesn't cost too much to get in. Because there's five of us, you know. So we're going to wait in line, to get in line, I should say. And we passed Shrek, you know, Wax Shrek. Now, this isn't this isn't freaky outpatient, uh, I'm wearing a rubber mask Shrek that's outside the Chinese. This is uh, Madame Tussauds Shrek outside the museum. And I'm like, wow, that is a good Shrek. You know what? If there had to be a Shrek, that, that, wow. I don't know. Maybe they got the digital files from Pixar to make this Shrek. I don't know, but that is a dead on effing Shrek. And near Shrek, kind of, you know, in one of those poses that only she could really master, is a Marilyn Monroe. And I'm looking at Marilyn Monroe going, my God, that looks just like Marilyn Monroe. That is totally freaky, man. And I'm looking around her, and looking at her eyes, and I'm like, yeah, that looks just like stinking Marilyn Monroe. That is really weird. Like, really weird. So we go get in line, and I look at the price, and, and, and I'm not gonna, I don't remember how much it was, but like $70, $50 a $25, what was it? I don't know. It could have been $5. I don't know. It was, you know, I'm freaking out about the car. I don't know. It was probably $2. But we're going to go in. But I'm still kind of thinking, you know what? Hey, listen, worst case scenario, look, we'll go in. It'll be funny. It'll be kind of cheesy. You know, it's a wax museum. It's going to be kind of stupid. Whatever. Hopefully the kids will enjoy it. Hopefully my niece will think it's kind of funny. 
because it's kind of going to be this weird kind of corny, kitschy, uh, stupid, horrible thing. Well, I got to tell you something. Madame Tussauds is like is hot. It is like production value to the nines. Now, I'm not saying that every, right? I'm not saying that every, uh, what do you call it, figure. What do you want to call it, a figure? We'll call it a figure. I'm not saying that every wax figure is so dead on that it seems like the person is just standing there. Because some of them are just like, I don't know. I don't know about that. But there are some that I was literally like, dude, I swear to God, that I think that's the real George Lopez, and they just hired him to stand in here all day. And you never know, Lopez might do something like that. So I'm getting a little freaky standing next to the George Lopez. And what I didn't realize is they make them, you know, they're very sturdy. So the whole idea, and I don't remember this being the case back, uh, you know, when when I was in England uh, 30,000 years ago, is um, the whole idea is that you take your picture with them. And you can touch them. You can like put your arm around Elton John or whatever. You know what I mean? So we go around for like an hour taking pictures of ourselves and the kids or whatever with all these different wax figures. And it's just like literally every once in a while I just got to stop like, okay. That one, like that one stinks. That one's okay. That one's okay. Uh, that one's freaking me out. That, okay, that one, that's really just like, uh, that is a little too much to bear. Now, this is what I didn't understand because it turns out we find this out at the end. At the end, they have this lovely video presentation of them making uh, a Beyonce uh, figure. And there's really no downside to watching a video where someone's making a Beyonce figure. First and foremost, right? Absolutely no downside there whatsoever. So Beyonce is, uh, you know, you know um, narrating this thing and they're talking about how they do it. And apparently they take all these measurements. Now they, you know, they don't do this, obviously. Uh, you know, they try to do this when you're alive so they can take all these measurements. So they're taking all these measurements. And literally like uh, maybe a thousand different measurements of their face, the distance from their chin to their ear and from their nose to the back of their head and from the chin to the thing to, to make the most accurate you know, thingy that they can. And now, unfortunately, you find this out at the very end, but you kind of assume it all along. Like, well, sure, why wouldn't they make these, you know, life-size? But you start to realize how tiny people are because I'm not that big a guy. You know what I mean? I'm like 5'7". And maybe it's because you grow up with some slight inferiority complex about your height. You know, the bigger guys are kind of making fun. You just assume everyone's bigger than you. Even the women, you know, like for some reason in the camera makes you look tall. You always shoot from a low angle and, you, you know, you got 15 inch heels on. Yeah, I, I guess I assumed like Beyonce to be tall. But she's not. She's just hot. She's small and hot. She's your size. She's my Beyonce is the size you whatever size you need. Beyonce, trust me, that's the size that Beyonce is. Now, the reason I bring up this size thing is not really for Beyonce. It was for John Wayne. Because, see, there are all these, you know, uh, kind of like, you know, the rooms are slightly themed or grouped sort of in a way, right? The first room was 
well, maybe this isn't a group. Well, kind of like there's George Lopez. He's at the door kind of cracking jokes. But then you come in and, you know, there's Elton John. Sir Elton John. Elton John and, and Michael Jackson and Britney Spears and Beyonce and, um, I don't know, some other singer that I wasn't sure what the hell was going on. And then you go through here and then, you know, you go past Clooney. Clooney's sitting there. And then you got Will Smith, whatever. So we eventually get to the cowboy room. And the cowboy room's got, you know, Butch and Sundance. He's got Eastwood in his, you know, uh, 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 you know, you know, uh, 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 what do you call it? I can't think of the name of it. You know, the good, the good, the bad, and the ugly guy. You know, that guy, you know, Blondie, no name gunslinger guy. I don't know. Does he have, does he, does he have a name? I think somebody in one of the movies calls him Blondie. So let's call him Blondie. So it's Clint Eastwood is Blondie. And then the Duke, Right. And the Duke, now you know Clint Eastwood's tall. You know Clint Eastwood's six-something, right? Obviously, of course, Clint is tall. And, you know, Butch and Sundance are taller than me. But maybe, you know, not that much. Maybe not even. I wasn't really hung up because the Duke was in there. And the Duke was looking like 6'5". And I don't think you can be 6'5 and wear size 6 cowboy boots. I just don't think that's possible. But like an idiot, I didn't look at the statuette's feet. And I think that's one of my biggest regrets of this whole day was not looking at the Duke's feet to compare them with the feet prints. I'm telling you, there's something. I wonder. Here's my theory. Maybe that Lucy episode. Because see, in the Lucy episode, they steal John Wayne's, uh, you know, feet prints. Footprints. Handprints, you know, the, his slabby thing from uh, the Chinese theater. And then they have to meet John Wayne and he has to, and I think in the end he gives them, you know, new ones or whatever. But I, I wonder if the John Wayne is a fake. Because that can't possibly be his real, right? There's no way. Maybe that episode, ha ha ha, see we're only kidding, but maybe that episode is based on some sort of factual thing, and maybe those are women's cowboy boot prints, and maybe it's a forged signature, signed by the Duke, because there's no way the Duke wore size 6 cowboy boots with that tiny little fist, and it was 6'4". It doesn't make any sense. All right, uh, that's it for The Bitter Spill this time. Uh, you've been listening to the free short version. Uh, this time I talked about, what did I talk about? Building fences again, gates again. You know, the ups and downs of uh, getting something, uh, you know, built or rebuilt, refinished, refurbished, restored at the house. And then um, I talked about driving to Hollywood and Highland again. Remember last year, uh, you know, the car nearly exploded. And guess what happened this year? Yeah, I know, I know. We went to Madame Tussauds. We went to the Chinese Theater. It was all good. It was all good. Oh, yeah. It was all great. My car is worth negative uh, mm-hmm, $300. Okay, so anyway, if you want to give me a call, uh, I don't think anybody called this time. Uh, 888-315-5753 is the phone number. If you want to drop me a line, it's uh, pill at danclass.com. Tell a friend. Thanks for listening. As always, that's the most important thing. Thank you. 
for listening to this, my friend. Okay, goodbye. Enough. All right. Oh, no. I go.